All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird along with Colton. T-Bird along with Colton. <laughs> Dexter. Coming to you live from Cartersville, Georgia, uh, where we talk about sports the way you talk about it on the radio. So if you if you see us falling off the wall a little bit, then you know that we talking about it the way you talk about it around the water cooler. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's first give a shout out to Connor, who's uh, currently listening. So, hey, thanks for listening, bro. I appreciate you. Connor, I tell you what, I show uh, envy you. You've been uh, at the beach for a whole, what, Saturday, Saturday? Long time. Come on, somebody. I ain't mad at you one bit, but enjoy yourself. This is where he's going to ask you to bring back oysters. Uh, yeah, bring back the oysters, baby. But, uh, Dad, we went down to McDonald last weekend and did our uh, uh, live remote from McDonough at the uh, Bridge in the Process Bridge event. Process, yeah. And it uh, went pretty well. Had a good time. Interviewed some uh, nice people. Yeah. And, and uh, sold a few shirts. Miss Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, who else did we uh, interview? Um, Shania. Shania. What's Shania? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Shamaya. 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 Okay. Sweet South Zoo. Yeah. Zoo Malfanikio. Malfanikio. Oh, you said it right. Yeah, you must have been practicing for like a week. The whole weekend. Hey, I am proud of you. And the first time you did it without going into a confection. I know, man. I appreciate you, man. But we had a good time down there, guys. And hopefully in the future, we're going to be the Casper State Sports Sports going to be moving again. And, uh, you know, hit us up and uh, maybe we can come do it at your place. You never know. Hey, I'm going to have the website built this weekend. So, yeah, you guys can contact us that way. So, yeah, that'd be great, man. So, Colton, we got Colton Wade in here this uh, week again. And uh, Colton gives us insight on a lot of good things. And, uh, you know, we got the NBA finals that started with Denver and Miami. And, uh, you know, Denver did it. What everybody thought they was gonna do last night was kick butt and take names. Going the way that I predicted, you know, Jokic is playing at his pace, triple double to start the series, um, and he didn't even sweat. Didn't even sweat. <laughs> I mean, you know. Just an easy triple double. It's almost expected from him to get a triple double. Yeah, um, but you really got to give credit to Jamal Murray. Also, he scored twenty five points now for like six or seven straight games. Yeah. So, and they said that if Murray, you know, goes for twenty five to thirty that they're probably going to win because, you know, Jokic is going to be doing all that other stuff. With They go, they throw the ball to him at the top of the key, and he just basically disassembles the other team. Yeah, because with his, yeah, with his passes, with his shot, he, I mean, it, he does it. It's like he just knows where to go with the ball. Yeah, yeah and, uh, they're trying to find answers how to stop Jokic, you know, put Bam on him or whatever, but – I think you need to take less focus off that and try to slow down some of the role players because Jokic is going to get his numbers regardless in my eyes. He's done it for three straight years, you know. So Yeah, well, speaking of that, it, it I heard a good saying the other day, and that's what one of the pundits was saying, that with Denver, you got to stop the three fours and the fives, yeah. you know, because, you know, the one and the two, they're going to get theirs, but when you stop the three, the four, and the five, that's when you th- beat them. That's when you beat them. People right. like KCP, Porter, Aaron Gordon, when they're scoring 15, 16 points, it's hard to beat them. That's just icing on the cake. Icing it? on the cake. Yeah, it's, a- it's, it's, it says a lot about him to where he has the vision to see where the double team is coming from <laughs> and find the open man and, you know, just trying to make that defensive switch with everybody moving off the ball the way they do. 
it's it's going to be hard just to you know keep up with that offense. And these are pinpoint passes. I mean, yeah, they showed him where um, they they broke it down where they threw the ball to him. He had the guy boxed out, and they threw the ball. He caught it with the palm of his hand, and before you knew it, okay, he his options are he had a guy cut into the basket. He had a guy in the corner away from him. Then he had a guy in the corner opposite of him. And in a split second, he knows exactly where to go. His time is perfect. His, his time is and perfect, Cole. His triple-doubles come so effortlessly because he doesn't waste energy when he doesn't. Like, every move he makes is for a reason. And, you know, people come in like, oh, Bam's going to adjust good to him. Or, like, AD was going to adjust good to him because he's athletic and yeah. Jokic isn't. But that isn't how he beats you. He beats you with the finesse and just – a true basketball player. Uh, yeah, his basketball IQ is just incredible. And, uh, you know, I think he was like a – what was he? a Second four, round. Was he a second-round pick at uh, what number? I'm trying to think of what number was it. All I remember is they were playing a Taco Bell commercial. 14, 15. When he 16. came up. They didn't even show him come up or nothing. Uh -huh. How do you remember the Taco Bell because <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't watch it, of course. I just – it's a meme now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's just very interesting because, you know, we, we put all these other guys on such a high pedestal, the, the number one pick in the draft, and you can go back and look, and there's so many number ones that didn't pan out. And then when you get in the second round, which is only two rounds in the NBA, yeah. uh, you know, you get up to like the 25th player, the 17th player, those are the guys that become your stars. Right. It's always those hidden gems, you know, somebody that that since they didn't make the first round, they're going to work a little bit harder. You know, they're under the radar, so there's no pressure on them, and it gives them enough time to bloom and everything. Hey, we got smoke in the chat. Smoke. smoke. All right, baby. Yeah, you uh, you was with us last Saturday, man. You know, great to, great to have you back. Always, always, always. And uh, Colton, I want to ask you now. Looking at uh, the game last night, uh, what do what do you think that the Heat? What what, what do you think they got to do to to give us a better game in Game Two? Well, obviously, I'll start with the man himself, Jimmy Butler. Um, he's giving it to other options. He's not trying to be the guy they're saying he is. And I I think Jimmy needs to take at least eighteen shots, Game Two, Game Three, Game Four. I mean. You're not going to outsmart the Nuggets. Right. I know. I th I think Eric Spolster is a better coach, but the way the Nuggets are running right now, they they want a championship. Yeah, and and but you know the Heat, they they're right there. Spolster is a good coach, but when you look at the numbers and when you look at the personnel, Denver has the better team. Period. But you still got to play the games. Now, I I think that the uh, the Heat, with their fight that they have, like they came back last night, what got to within nine. Yeah. Um, I, Jimmy Butler has to score. Jimmy's – he might as well get ready that he's got to score. Did it not seem like in moments, though, he was giving it to other guys? Yeah, yes, that's what he was doing. He, he, he was giving the ball to other people when he should be uh, – he's got to understand that he's probably the main reason why they're there. Right. Oh, so yeah, you got sure. to you got to be a star. Yeah. You got to be a star right here. So that's that's what I would think that he needs to do. I and, know. Um, and also, it ain't not to worry for the Heat because Jimmy Butler in his career is in game ones. His record is pretty bad. 
I don't know the exact record, but it's definitely a losing record. So in game one for both teams sometimes is an adjustment game. Right. You come in and you pick out the details, what you missed out on, because Nuggets and Heat, you know, they don't play a lot during the regular season. Right. So I expect both coaches to make big adjustments, and Jimmy Butler's got to take more shots. Right. And speaking of that, you know, we talk about Eric Spolstra, and, and it's come up that, you know, he's – I've had people say he's the best coach in the league. Now, I can't go that far. I think he's a very good coach. He's, uh, you know, he was tootled under uh, uh, Pat Riley. But to go as far to say he's the best coach in the league, I I, I can't agree with that. What's your thoughts on that? Um, Saying he's the best coach in the league today, the league's weird. It's like you make the finals and you're out the next year. Uh So – I think give him his respect for his time he's been with the Heat, you know, come up as a video coordinator to be in the position he's in today. Um, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't argue with somebody if they said he's the best coach in the league. Spolster? Spolster. Yeah. I mean, he's tactical. I'll give him that. But right now, I don't think he has the tools to pull it off. Well, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yes, he's a good coach. Mm -hmm. Is he the best coach in the NBA? I I, got to disagree. Um, Who would you take? I got to go back to – Nate McMillan. He's going to say Nate McMillan. (laughs) You You ain't got to worry about that one. Uh, I got to go with a Ty Lue. I think think Ty Lue does a great job of what he had with the Clippers. Uh, I think if he had more, you would see. I mean, he won a, a championship with the Cavs and LeBron because he had LeBron, but he still took over that team. He didn't let LeBron take over the team. Right. And so I got to give Tyloo some of that. I got to give uh, I got to give Coach Bud some love. Coach Bud is a very good coach. I was surprised that he was let go by Milwaukee. Your arch enemy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was I was totally surprised that he was let go. And uh, so it's still, uh, you know, a number of uh, guys around the league that that I might put above Spolter. I would even give just a little love to Doc Rivers, although I think the game is kind of passing Doc by a little bit now. Um, I don't know if Doc going to get another job, you know, but I don't know. But Spolster has to – no, I got to go with probably Ty Lue. Yeah, and Spolstra, I think, has been in, what, six finals in the past yeah. 12 years, 13 years? Give him credit. Years. That's good numbers right there. I mean, I know he hasn't won all of them, but – You've been there. He, and he, to go through the LeBron uh, drama at first when he came and him going to Pat Riley not want Spolstra and Spolstra staying through, you know, thick and thin and right. doing very well. Right. And then to have a whole new dynasty with Jimmy Butler and it's thriving. And he gets, and he gets back right there at number eight seed. And and you know who beat him? Oh yeah. Can you say it? Can you say it? <laughs> Atlanta? <laughs> Boy, that that's now there's a, conspiracy saying they lost that, that, that on purpose. I, that, yeah, that's I don't a conspiracy. Know. But you know they didn't look good that game. They did not look good that game. <laughs> Smoke said that the best coach is a, a reclining leather sofa. <laughs> uh, that, that's true. That's true. Now he got a point there. Yeah. But you know. Uh, you know, uh, I put couch. That's why you said that. The uh, best couch right now. Uh, My bad, Smoke. Who's the, who's the best coach, dude? Who's the best coach? Oh, okay. <laughs> the best couch. Bad speller. My bad. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what happens when I'm sober. But, but Spolstra definitely deserves his flowers because he is a very, very good coach. And uh, you got to think about the players they got on the heat. Uh, what? Let's see. They got five. 
three or four of those guys are free agents. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, wow. they're, they're free agents. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you got to give him some love for what he's doing with free agents now. I mean, you got Tyler Hero out. You got other players out. Right. And you got these kids I've never heard of making plays. Making plays. And on, on the biggest stage the there world. is. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, you know, okay, Coach Spoke. <laughs> I ain't mad at I you. I ain't mad at you. All right, when we come back, guys, we're going to talk about Jeff Van Gundy's comments that he made, and you might find them rather amusing. <laughs> back in a minute. you hear that that's the sound of your muffler on its last legs if you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe it's time to bring your car to city mufflers of cartersville we'll get your muffler fixed up right we'll do it quickly and affordably we've been serving the cartersville area for over 20 years giving only excellent service to our customers so if you're looking for a reliable affordable muffler repair come to city mufflers of cartersville we we'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, Call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, where we talk about sports and where you talk about it around the water cooler. Colton, Jeff Van Gundy made some remarks uh, last week that about shortening the NBA games that I find very astonishing. <laughs> I mean, this guy said some, some of the stuff he said was uh, we should eliminate free throws. Uh, we should um, – this is to make the game shorter. Now, to me, NBA games are not long at all. No. And then he said that on technical fouls, you shouldn't even shoot the basket. Right. I, that don't even make no sense to me. Well, yeah. How are they going to get punished? The biggest one was halftime. Yeah, Just yeah. We maybe five minutes half for time. a bathroom break and yeah. then back to playing. Like, yeah. That, that, I, what, what's your thoughts on that? As Stephen A. would say, blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know when they came out with the MLB changes, I was against it and I like it. But this, this is a whole new idea out of left field. This is – this won't work, and 
I do not think Adam Silver will stand for that Heck at all. No, he probably think he's been drinking. He's probably been say, over Dexter's house drinking. I, I was going to say, I think he somebody needs to do a welfare check on him, <laughs> make sure he's all right because he's talking crazy right now. Yeah. I, maybe he just looked at all the changes in baseball and was like, well, here, I can come up with some crazy ideas. And well, he came up with some crazy ones. He literally came up with the craziest ones I can think of. Maybe. Well, you know, uh, I don't think the games are short. I think, if anything, maybe they should uh, they should do something with the foul situation in, like, the last five minutes. Like, fouls count as double. Because those fouls, that last five minutes is just as long as the rest now, of the game. Now, that is long. Yeah. But in, in, in my experience, when you go to an NBA game, and Colton, uh, you may want to chime in here, those games are not long when you go to them live. They're not. But before you know it, it's time to go home. And look, look at halftime. You go to the bathroom and come back, you might be you, missing some of the third quarter. Yeah, you don't miss some of the third quarter. You I may. Mean, yeah, but I mean, then you got to think about beer sales, things like that. It's like, come on, man, you messing with the money now. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's why that that will yeah, never, never fly. Yeah. But I, I I know I get when I go to Hawks games, I get so upset because I say, dang, man, it seemed like we just got here. Yeah. And, and you know you are already in the third quarter and and it's just it just seems like it's not long enough yeah, yeah. i agree and you know look at the whole halftime conversation i mean that's where teams adjust right that's where they rest up or whatever but that's the fans time to get some food to use the bathroom. bathroom and all that he wants to get rid of yeah so now colton your experience you i know you're a hoop fan just like me uh dick you're a hoop fan yeah yeah i like it okay so uh how would you what kind of changes if there needs to be changes would you make see that's where uh, i guess i'm an old head in that idea because i i don't think you should touch the game of basketball mm -hmm. as far as rules um one rule that i've seen that um i would kind of entertain in life is when the flopping get fined or get Mm -hmm. technical for if you get flopped you know yeah and then also if you challenge a play and you successfully win the challenge i think you should get your challenge back you do you you don't lose it or you, you lose a timeout don't you no no you don't lose a timeout or oh. uh, or the challenge huh never mind then because you know <laughs> i that, thought you did yeah but if you if you don't get win the challenge you lose your timeout which i like that yeah Dad, what about you? I think, yeah, just like I was saying before, they should do something about how people are purposefully fouling um, at the end of the game to yeah. slow it down. Because that just seems to take the longest, you know, trying to get turnovers so they can get uh, to the hoop. Um, maybe make the free throws count for two points instead of one during that time, during like the last, say, 10 minutes of a game. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, because at that point, it's you're risking more by fouling rather than trying to get the steal. Also, the NBA needs to do something about the de the lack of defense on most teams. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that players can't defend; it's just that they've been so touchy feely when it comes to offense that they're protecting the players too much. Too much instead of just letting them trade a little paint. So uh, you know, and that's that's why I was going to chime in. That's that's my point. I think you need to go back to letting letting them hand check. I think you need to go back to letting them uh, when when you're in the paint, let them play. I think hand you, checks and shoulder checks should yeah, be fine. Well, you. I you, mean, I don't think you should. Nobody should get be getting injured. No, but, no, no. But you got to let them play. Basketball yeah. is a contact sport. It is, it's yeah. a physical sport. It's a physical sport. For and sure. then you can't. And then when you get to superstars like LeBron and 
and all them, you run by LeBron, they're gonna call a foul. If if it ain't no uh uh daylight in between, yeah. if there's a silent fart anywhere near LeBron, they gonna, they yeah. gonna, or, or or any of the other stars, you yeah. know. And you know, you just gotta let these guys play, man, because it's killing the game. And you know how I feel about three pointers. I you know I would have to I would either have to extend it, make it longer, especially around the top of the key, or so, you can't make it too long in the in the corner because you'd be out of bounds. But I would probably extend it a little bit, or I would really think about taking the three point game out because to me it's hurt the game look at look at golden state okay they won with it but they also lost with it oh yeah well that's fine if they can lose with it they can they can they can win with it they can lose with it that's fine if that's their strategy that's the strategy i think they should adopt the nba or the the european football or european basketball courts where it's more triangular on the baseline instead of just straight up and down yeah you see what i'm saying to where you gotta you have a more even touch at the ball so turnovers and uh um rebounds count that much more so well you know again i and you know we all got you know different uh perspectives on it but i just i just think that the game like when i look at the game and i got one more thing y'all don't heard me talk about it but when i look at the game seem like it should be something more you know we're getting this great entertainment uh but the coaching strategy, you know, me being a coach in the past, I'm old school. I, I I think the game is played from the inside out. They playing the game from the outside in. You taking the big man. Basketball is about guys being six five and and six nine, and you taking that center, the seven foot, completely out of the game unless his, unless his name is Jokic. Yeah, everybody ain't got that skill set that he got. Let me chime in. So. If you were the coach of the Warriors yeah. and you had the greatest three-point shooter of all time and arguably a top five with Clay Thompson, you would change the play style? The way I use uh, – <laughs> wait a minute, don't laugh. No, wait no, because I, I know where he's coming from. I know where he's coming yeah. from. But, see, that's because this is the era that you have came up in. Sure. See, I, I've I'm in, been in both eras. I was there when – there was no three-point shot, and people still won championships, and the game was still. But what I would do, and the way I did when I coached, is I I, I would merge in three pointers, but it wouldn't be we coming down jacking three pointers every time. Yeah. I ain't having that, and I think because of the simple fact that when another team gets those long rebounds off the three pointers. They can get right back in the game just like that off of those layups, off of those fast breaks. But that's the risk, man. That's I, the I don't, risk. That's why I'm saying I don't want that risk. Yeah. I I, I want to you play. play conservatively. No, we ran uh, left and right. Yeah, hey. but 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 I want that that three pointer. I want it to be a calculated three pointer. I want it to be within the floor of the offense. I don't want nobody just coming out jacking threes and I got a guy slicing to the basket where he can score too. No, I agree. I don't think they should shoot as much as they do, but I think there's exceptions also. I mean, if you come down with that mentality of playing the Warriors and the Warriors are hot, I mean, you can shoot layups all day, but. I mean, mean, you go as a coach, you're going to recognize that. Right. Okay. If, if you coming down, yeah, we, 
okay, right now we on fire for three pointers. Okay. But when that start fading, then we're going to do something else. You know what I'm saying? You got to make that adjustment. And I've seen it so much with our Hawks. You know, we go on a, a three point rampage, we start hitting. And then when we start missing, we keep shooting three pointers. And a team like the Hawks, that's. That, argue, that argument's way more valid because they have inside scores. Yes. You know, and yes. you can literally watch them pass up easy down low shots. For yes. Deck, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I say definitely keep the three-point shot. You know, it's if it can change a game, it can change a game. For better or for worse, it can change a game. Now, what we need to focus on more is both defense and passing to the guy on the inside. If we can get to European level of passing, you're just gonna have a better sport altogether. Yeah, you. Yeah, I. I think. I think that the American game is geared more towards one on one. Yeah. You well, know, yeah, we've dominated one on one for yeah. a century. <laughs> but but it. I would. I would. Well, you take the Denver Nuggets now. They play well as a team. Yeah, they do. They they move the ball, and I'm all about ball movement, ball movement, and not being staggered over here, Colton, and 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 getting on one side. DeAndre Hunter running from one corner to the next and standing there. Yeah, I can't. Oh, oh yeah. Don't yeah. get me started. I, I can't help. Oh, and I'm gonna go back. One more thing I was gonna talk about there is what I would take out of the game. Uh, all those fans sitting on the floor next to my bitch. Yeah, I don't want them there. Yeah. I don't put them behind me. Don't put them beside me where I got my 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 bench right here. Then I got Jack Nicholson sitting right there. I don't want that. With the smell of popcorn yeah, waving yeah. under your nose. I, I mean, I, I, I wish they would take that out. They should not be on the floor. I don't care how much money they play. Yeah. They pay like twenty thousand dollars a seat. So. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I mean, I, I they need to take that out of the game. And a quick punch in I would throw in about the Euro style basketball to American basketball. I think we're looking at some of the best ISO playing athletic players we've ever seen. So I guess a lot of coaches are getting away from the team ball, which I don't like, of course. I mean, my favorite coach all times, Popovich, and you've seen how he ran an offense. Yeah. So, but just as far as like you go back in the day, you had Jordan running the ISO, players couldn't just get a ball and do that. You know, now everybody's got a crossover. Everybody's got a shot or, yeah. you know, you're not in the league. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to even add to that. I think uh, um, it's part of its, um, you know, the media push for highlights. And the players know that if they do something spectacular as an individual play, they get highlights. And that's kind of what everyone ends up focusing on instead of really good team play. If the media started focusing on plays being set up and things like that, it it would help. Yeah, it would help, but during a live, um, they always show the replay, which is one person juking out someone else and going in for the dunk. Everybody wants to cross over or dunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's it's, but it's also the media that feeds yeah. into that. And, and when you see that for years, growing up, growing up, all of a sudden, when you finally get up to the league, that's that's what you know. Yeah. So yeah, and short story there, guys. I remember I was playing my son and uh, a cousin of his in a basketball game. Me and another friend of mine. Now we old guys, okay? And You're old. <laughs> so we, we we out there playing them. So and and the cousin, now, you know we old, so we gasping for breath. But the cousin wants to put on a dribbling exhibition. He, you know, he doing all this, going through his legs, <laughs> ain't shot the ball yet. <laughs> 
You understand? Yeah. And of course we beat them because we outsmarted them. Yeah. You can dribble all you want. Just don't make no baskets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we start scoring and uh, we win the game. But, but, you know, we powered them inside. They want to shoot the threes. Now, ain't nobody sure. But see, that's what I'm talking about. You on basketball, your basketball IQ means a lot. Jokic. Yeah. His basketball IQ means a lot. And so you got to outsmart a guy. And if a team, all you know, all they do is shoot threes, okay? Uh, who was that? The Golden State, okay? If the threes ain't going, what else have you got to go to? They really don't have nothing else inside. Draymond was doing his thing, but Draymond ain't going to give you that many points. And then Mr. Nice Guy himself, Draymond Green? Yeah. The and, GM built that that way, though. He and, aimed for the best shooting team ever. Right, you know? and, and that's it, what he got. And it worked. I mean, you go 73-9 and nine in a season. I mean, it works. But I definitely see what you're saying. I think for especially teams like our Atlanta Hawks, they yeah. – they want to be the Warriors, but they can't. You shouldn't aim for that for the no. first place. And yeah, and right. You and can't. You, what I would do is I, I would incorporate both of them into what I do. And that's the way I've always coached. And that's how the Nuggets do it. Yeah. And they're in the finals. There you, know? you go. So, all right. Well, Dex, I tell you, you know, when we come back, guys, we're we going to be up for more discussion and we're going to switch it over to talking a little bit about the Atlanta Braves being up in Oakland and really not playing that well. I can't believe. Uh, never mind. We're going to get into it in a second, bro. Uh, stay with us. Uh, check us out also on the couch spot. But, uh, yeah, stay with us. Going to get a quick break. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at the law firm at 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potatoes Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. All right, coming back on the Cows Potato Sports Report, T-Bird along with Colden and Dex in the house tonight. And Dex, uh, you were you were telling everybody uh, where they could catch us at. Can you do that for us, please? The Couch Spot on Twitter. Go to the Couch Spot on Twitter. And and oh yeah, I'm building the website out, but it's going to end up being the Couch Potato Sports Report dot com. So check that out, man. It'll be up this weekend. Sign up, share with a friend, comment, leave a comment. 
Um, I got some nudes of B. Arthur on there. Um, so you can go check that out if you want. Oh, oh, and never mind. Sorry, I was thinking of my OnlyFans. Oh, um, my yeah, so yeah, definitely check us out on the couch. Uh, yeah, the couch potato sports report.com after Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You you heard it from the horse's mouth, guy. All right, um, Braves go up to Oakland and lose to Colton and and against a team that is basically a triple-A team. And uh, I I just wonder what the mindset was to go up there and lose like that. You We lose two, lose the series two games to one. Uh, I think they came in that series thinking we'll finally get a break. We play an easier team. But triple-A team, strength or not, at the end of the day, it's still a major league team. And they won two games. We won one. Um we just came off playing some good teams like the Dodgers and others. So I thought the bat was starting to get hot. You saw Azuna started swinging well. Yeah. And then we just come in this series and look pitiful hitting wise, you know? Yeah, we did. We got actually got some good pitching from Schuster and Elder. Elder. And we got Soroka to go seven innings. Got, yeah. Know? I understand that loss is kind of a, let them get some pitches going, you know, you can take one, but. The elder loss, unacceptable. Yeah, and, and uh Soroka ain't played in three years. And we when we talk about getting him back, uh that was a big lift for us, but yet we couldn't get him to win. No, no. And um, you know, I just also want to say the you know, we lost to the worst team too, gave them their eleventh and twelfth win, but you know, the Rays, they lost to the NL worst team, the Cubs, um, the same series. So Yeah. Well it's 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 part of the game yeah it's it's gonna happen it's just bad timing we come to june you know it's time to it's when you want the bat to start staying getting hot getting just hot like the weather hot. Yeah. yeah yeah and you know like i said we want to go on a seven eight game uh roll and and get some distance because this is our great opportunity before these other teams start getting hot dick what you got man it's it's sad because all of a sudden they have to go out to arizona and and try and do their thing tonight against yeah. an Arizona team that's not bad. Actually. Not bad. You know, not yeah. bad. I think and, they got the same record as us, don't they? Uh, uh, they may, but I know they were built similar to the way we were built. Yeah, yeah thirty-four and twenty-three for them, thirty-three and twenty-three for us. So yeah, it's, yeah. And, see, and see, we 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 got to get some things going. And I, I'm gonna go back to a thing that I maybe mentioned last week. I do not like. Olsen in the second spot. Yeah, I, I just, think. I just think it takes away from how better, much better our offense could be, because you're not letting Ronald uh, Acuna should be taking over the game, but he can't take over the game as much because if he gets on, then you waiting on Olsen to hit a home run, and I'm tired of the home run talk. Let's single and double and hit the ball in the gap. Yeah. And then let the home run come when it comes. But don't go up there thinking I'm gonna hit a home run every time. Yeah. It messes up your psyche. Yeah. Yeah. Just having to jack it up every time. Yeah. You know? And he's swinging for the fence every time. Yeah. I mean that momentum would have been nice going into uh this series with the the D backs, because right after that, they, they got the Mets. And the Mets are no slouch at all. Oh I mean, no. I mean this is that time of year where the Mets probably will get rolling, and I hope yeah. it's not against us. That's right. Well, you know, we talked about Michael Soroka and uh Colton. I want to get your thoughts on how we can uh work with him. And we got him back, didn't get hurt. So he went seven innings, didn't get hurt. That's a good sign. That's another arm in that uh in the starting line, in the uh rotation that we need. It almost made me 
laugh in a way because what are the odds Snicker takes Elder or whoever out after five innings, but he lets a guy that's been hurt for three, three years, years go seven innings. He goes seven innings. I'm glad he went seven innings, but at the same time, I'm like, you better let these other boys go seven yes. innings. Yes, and that Snit, I love Snit. A wonderful guy, been in the league with the Braves for 50 years. But all of that, but <laughs> you gotta let these starters go deep in the game. Look, when when he pulls Schuster out. He's up uh, three two. He got to run at first and second. Give him the opportunity to preserve to, his win, or to okay if that run from second scores and ties the game, go get him then. But don't let a guy come in from the bullpen and give up his run. Let him give up his own run if he gonna give it up. Yeah, and I understand sometimes you want to stop that. But you can't, we got to get more out of our starters than five innings. I'm tired of seeing men or come in. Oh my god! Just blow a game. Let, <laughs> I, I, I support what you say. Let the starter blow the game if he's going to blow the game. Let the starter blow the game, especially when they're having a good game. Yes, you know, Charlie. Uh, 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 well, if we had free, you know, he would let free go longer. But let a guy. Okay, Strider. Yeah. We up what ten to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would tell him, I say, look, Snit, you know, it's in my contract that if I get a complete game, that's another hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So I feel fine, and yeah. you know, tell him not to bull crap you. You know, don't shoot no bull crap. But if if I feel, fine, let him go. Let him go. Yeah, I mean, it, he makes some weird decisions that I don't completely understand. But then again, that's why I never made it to the big leagues to play. So I mean, there's only so much I can do. Yeah, well, and then, you know, but as far as that series against the A's, it came down to us not being able to swing the bat. Um, Azuna came down to earth a little bit. Yeah. I, we talked him up, hyped him up last Friday, and I don't think he had a single hit this series, and that's going to come, but why against the A's? Yeah, I think he might have had one, but, yeah, you're right. And, and you know, we, we, we've, we've got to go on a seven, eight, nine-game win streak because the Mets and the Phillies – and don't count the Marlins out. They always end that the first half of the season. Always. And then they fall off. But I don't need the Mets and the Phillies getting hot and then start putting pressure on them. And a big thing, too, for the Braves goes back to what you said. We're in June now. It's getting middle of the season. I think it's time for a roster rotation change. Yeah, like right. you said, put Olsen deeper in the lineup, move some other guys up. Yeah, you just Experiment a little bit, you know. Michael Harris would be great in that number two spot. I think right now in that number nine spot, I think it's messing with his head some. Michael Harris is a lot better hitter than what he showed. He's he's back healthy again. But I just think because he was – look, he signed him to a $75 million deal. So you told him you are an intricate part of our offense, but you're batting him ninth. Yeah, and then you got sometimes a pinch hitter coming in to hit for yeah, him. Yeah. You, you, that's mental. That's you mental. Move him up. Leave them up. Let, let him them, bunt. Yeah. Let and him. Incorporate the bunt game. We, oh, my God, <laughs> man. It's driving me nuts. That what you got? Man, I, I don't even know anymore with the Braves. It's, it is funny, though, that Azuna kind of fell down to earth, which I honestly I wasn't expecting. I thought he was going to get even hotter with uh, Oakland. But, I mean, sometimes teams just play down to their competition. You know, they just kind of dial it in a little bit. And then once they dial it in, somebody else can, you know, kind of get the party started. So yeah. we'll see what's up, man. We'll yeah. see what's up. Well, anyway, hopefully Braves get it 
going tonight against Arizona. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to switch over to the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of uh, sports here are picking the Falcons to make the playoffs. Give us your thoughts. Hit us up on the couch spot. Back in a minute. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470-909-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, T-Bird, Colton, and Dex. And uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Melissa, who's listening in. want to give a shout-out to Smoke and uh, all the rest of our people. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Connor. Connor, yeah. Connor, want to give a shout-out to Connor. So. He said he was going to bring oysters. Oh, so. hey, <laughs> I want them. But I just want to say thanks for listening and supporting the show, guys. And I uh, want to give some props to Melissa. She had her uh, Bridge in the Process event last week with great success. Uh, you know, ate some good cupcakes and also uh, met some nice young ladies uh, in our mentoring program. And, well, the Couch Potato Sports Report was glad to go down and help out. And uh, hopefully do more of that soon. So, uh, shout out to the Bridge in the Process and Miss Melissa Taylor. All right, guys, the sports media is picking the Falcons to make the playoffs, and I want to know if y'all agree. Dak, what you think? Yeah, man, I don't, I don't see why not. You can only go up when you're down. So, and he goes right to the point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like you got no other place to go. What are they maybe like Cleveland or something? Go, go without winning. Like, come on, they're better than that. Well, yeah, and Colton, what's your thought? 
Are the Falcons out of the playoffs? No, because the season hasn't started yet. Um, I read that and I thought it was funny. I think the Falcons are in the best spot for their division in the NFC South. Um, we've been building this team. We missed the playoffs, I think, for the past five years now. So we have no excuse not to make the playoffs. We got a week. You brought in a veteran on the Saints, but the team's been falling apart for a little bit. You got a whole new team with the Panthers, and you just lost Brady, Tampa Bay. So this is our year to definitely push a playoff run. Yeah, especially with the additions that we brought in uh, via free agency, uh, via the draft. And these players that that we brought in, I'd like to think are going to be impact players. And we ain't, we, you know, we got some depth too, but we got some starters to to come in and give us impact immediately. And my big, I'm most excited for the rushing game this year. Yeah. I know we got hype with Ritter and everything, but I think he's going to shine because our rushing game is going to be so great. Last right. year, our rushing game was pretty good for right. what we had. Yeah. And then we go get a phenomenal generational talent and, I can't wait. Well, Dick, you said that uh, me and you were talking off air, and you said that, you know, I think Ritter's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you because, number one, the kid played very well at Cincinnati. Yeah, he did. And and people are just not giving him the benefit of the doubt because, what, we get him in the third round, fourth round? Something like that. And, and I think the whole key is to have – Quality people in quality positions around this this quarterback. And if he's any kind of athlete at all, which he is, you're going to get more good than bad, wouldn't you say? I completely concur, and I'm going to piggyback off of Colton here. I think with the, with the running game opening up, it's going to help minimize any mistakes that he has. He'll be able to see the field and understand the defenses and how they're running a lot better. Um, he's also going to have a really fast running back to drop the ball off as well. So I think I think he's going to have a, a better season than what most people would give him credit for. Also, the fact that he had way less pressure on him, you know, from last year, so he could develop a little bit better. Once uh, Mariota was out, there was – I mean, put some people put a little bit of pressure on him, but they, for the most part, wrote off the Falcons of like, okay, it's not going to be this year. But, yeah, I think he's had enough time to grow. I think he's going to surprise some people, and I think the team is going to rally around that. Cold? Yeah, uh, I agree with what he said. Um, the Falcons, I mean, look at Arthur Smith with Derrick Henry. Um, can't ask for more than that. So, yeah. to get a running back that he went and he drafted and that's the guy he wants to build off of is is great news for Atlanta Falcon fan. Well, let, let's just look at let's, – let's look at the offensive side of football. This is what you potentially going to have. Okay, on your offensive line, you're going to have uh, uh, Bergeron at one guard. You're going to have Lindstrom at the other guard. At the right tackle, you're going to have Caleb McGarry. At the left tackle, you're going to have Jake Matthews. Okay? Okay, at tight end, you're going to have Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts or Janu Smith. Yep. Now, you can take Kyle Pitts and split him out. You can put him in the slot. So that that is a weapon in itself. Janu Smith is not a bad tight end. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to have him. Okay, when you're going out, you're going to have Drake London split out. Okay, and another receiver today probably going to pick up. Okay, let's go to the backfield. You got the quarterback in Ritter. And you got B. John Robinson and you got um uh Tyler Argier. Yeah. 
Now, when you when you think about that offense and the personnel that you got in that offense, you ain't that ain't bad. Not bad at all. The only thing I just see success for the Atlanta Falcons this year. That's why I'm confident they're going to make the playoffs. But just only thing stopping them is the Atlanta curse because and we we have depth at every position. Yes, you we know? do. So, I mean, even defense. We've took a big step up in our defense. I'm excited to just watch. Watch I, the defense. I used yeah. to hold my breath every time <laughs> the defense came on the field. Well, you know, you got Grady. You got the, the, the guys we got from New Orleans, which are good players. You got Calais Campbell. You know, he's going to get uh, 30 40% of the snaps. And you hope they quality snaps. And then when you get to your linebacking core, uh, you know, you, you're not bad there. And especially at the cornerback position, we got starters and depth at the cornerback position. Yeah. So we ought to show plus a new D.C. And we got a fast-paced uh, kind of team. Yeah. You know, I think we can move the chains, stay on the roll, and that's what Atlanta needs, not to get downfield and then slow down and then lousy plays to the corner. I think we're going to – I think it's going to be exciting to see. What do you think about Koo giving up his number seven to B. John Robinson? Hey, man, it's for the team. I get it. You know, yeah, I respect just, it. Yeah, it's, it's just a number. Yeah, I, but you know, it's a number seven. You we all know who wore number seven, and I, I don't think, think they should be wearing that number. I, I don't either. I think but, it should have been retired a long time ago. But they're wearing it. But at the same time, uh, he wanted B. John Robinson. He didn't even charge him. He said. Uh, give what you're going to give me to a charity. Great, great move there. That's it, man. That's class right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the way to go, bro. So, you know, hey, kudos to Koo on that. And we're going to wait for these Atlanta Falcons because I'm ready for some football. All right, guys, when we come back, uh, we're going to switch back over and talk a little bit about the Hawks with possibly making a move for Jalen Brown. Uh, that would be nice. <laughs> back in a minute, guys. Couch. producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, 
Come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. Coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, T-Bird, Colton, and Dix. Uh, I, I want to throw out a small note while I can ease this in there. Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins the lacrosse national championship. How about that? About time they win something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe I find myself saying this, but congratulations to Notre Dame. Yeah, congrats. And they beat Duke. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the only thing better than them winning was Duke losing. So, yeah. Uh, but this guy. Yeah. I, I, I can't never win. And, <laughs> and, and I watched that. I watched that, Did too. You? Yeah. And, I, you know, uh, I want to give a shout out to Tony Super because Tony Super played uh, – uh, lacrosse. lacrosse at Notre Dame, yeah, and uh, he's the boss. So, <laughs> <laughs> want to give a shout out to Tony Super for that, definitely. But uh, yeah, uh, congratulations to Notre Dame, and let's let's try to translate that over to football this upcoming season. Yeah, that's how funny. about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. Um, let, uh, we're gonna switch back over to the Hawks, Coleman. I want to to basketball. I mean, I want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. And I want to talk about the Hawks are basically a 500 team. Okay. We we've done, we, we've mixed and matched. We've, we've sliced the bread. We've turned it upside down and we still 500 and Jalen Brown has one year left on his contract. Do we try to make a move to go get Jalen Brown? Uh, absolutely. No brainer. Um, today's basketball, you have to have a star or a superstar to win. Um, I don't know the last time a team's won the finals without a superstar. So, um, I think Jalen Brown's going to leave because I think he wants the ball more. He's ready for a higher role in the offense or in just in general on a team. And I think this is Atlanta's chance to really go after somebody. Could could him and Trey be a nice mix? W would that work? Yeah, because uh, Jalen Brown isn't the best dribbler like people think. Like, he's not the guy bringing the ball down ISO when you – he's – running through an offense and he'll ISO you off the wing. He, you know, that's where he thrives. So you got a guy like Trey Young ball handling, taking care of all that facilitating. I think Jalen Brown would absolutely thrive in our offense. Oh yeah. I, I completely, completely agree with you. He would thrive in the offense. I mean, a lot of it has to do with his just overall intelligence, not just basketball IQ, but his full on understanding of everything about the game. But he's a and one of the knocks on him is that he's he's too smart for the NBA. Yeah, and um, I, 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 I think otherwise. I think he's he's a gifted athlete. He's got intelligence, and he uses it all together in a great package. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Uh, and you got to think too with the intelligence. You you want that in your locker room with some of these young guys, especially in Atlanta. You can you can get in some trouble in Atlanta, you know, with our clubs we got. So. Having a smart man in the locker room is really what we need. Yep. Shout out Magic City. Uh -huh. Shout out Magic City. <laughs> well, I like his physicality, too. 
I think he plays physical. We don't really have a lot of physical guys on our team. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, uh, John Collins. Number one, Jalen Brown is a three, a four, and almost a five to me. So that means that DeAndre Hunter can leave. That means that John Collins, you my boy, but that means that John can leave as well. Yeah, and the Celtics, though, I don't think they need or want John Collins. No. Because if Tatum and Jalen Brown's not working, I don't think Tatum and John and Collins, John Collins gonna is going to work at all. That's right. So that makes me question, what are you willing to give up on Atlanta for Jalen Brown? Yeah. Well, maybe you, you, maybe you could involve another team to move Collins to another team some kind of way and give up. I would give up uh, DeAndre Hunter a second and maybe another contract bench player to do. You got to do something. You got to get something in here that this that's going to give us an opportunity to win. And then that would add depth. If we could have Trey Young, Murray, and James. Oh, my goodness. That would be – we'd be deep, but – do you start all three at the same time? You know, that's a good question because the question is – Who agrees to come off the bench? Well, the thing I is – Murray. Murray is the one that they're talking about moving. Yeah. And I don't like that, but I don't know. I mean, you, you got to get, get what work, but Murray is the one that they're talking about moving. And I'm on the fence about letting Trey go or keeping him because – He ain't going nowhere. You don't nah, think so? No. Nah, he just – he had just had that three-year contract – you got a new coach. It doesn't make sense getting rid of him. Who's going to – I don't know anybody right now would pick up his $250 million deal. Yeah, and that's true. But I think Jalen Brown coming to Atlanta kind of restores Trey Young's just everything. Like Bigger. He, he's wanted a score to help him, he said. And you bring in Murray. Murray is a scorer, but that isn't his natural, you know, ability. Jalen Brown is a scorer in the NBA. He'll give you 25-26 consistently every night. What you got, Dick? Uh, I don't really have that much except that I think I did hear this one thing uh, about uh, Trey Young about how um, he was saying that he and Nate were actually cool. And I somebody was speculating that it's because he doesn't want to seem like a locker room cancer. I, I'm sure they were, to be quite honest with you, and I'm sure there were like times where you know the the marriage wasn't great. But I I think that now he he's kind of seeing he's a little bit older, a little bit more mature. He's seeing the light, and maybe he wants to build up a better relationship with say Quinn Snyder, you know, embrace that offense and see what's going on. He's he's got nothing but upside to look forward to, and if he if you bring in you know a couple of role players or or even again you know Jalen Brown. That would help him a lot because he he's starting to realize that it's not all about him. And if he can take more off of his plate, he can get more things done. Yeah, well, he, he you know, him and Quinn, he loves Quinn Snyder. I mean, right now they, they get along great. His daddy like him. And uh, so Trey says he wants to be in Atlanta. That's what he says. So we need to go ahead and put that on the court and play like that. And I think he tried to do that at the end of the season. But, um, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that him and Nate did not get along. And he was one of the main reasons why Nate here is not here anymore. Let's call a spade a spade, Colton. I and, mean, and if you're going to keep Trey Young as you're, you're building around him, 
I can respect that. I mean, yeah, coach and your star player, you got to get along. They, they got to be joined at the hip. I mean, you can do whatever to kind of make the relationship better, but at some point in time, there's not much you can do. It's going you're going to bond or you're going to not. Yeah, they they got to be joined at the hip. It's it's just a given. And Quinn has really tried to make an effort to communicate with Trey. I've I've I noticed that during the games, talking to him constantly during the game, talking to him uh, at timeouts. You know, pulling using, him to the using side. hand signals when you can't hear because the crowd's too loud. Right, I right. like to see that stuff. Yeah. So, and 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 that's what they got to do. And Trey embraced it. So, you know, hey. But I, I still think going back to the trade, I think we got to do something. We got to get off the 500 kick and make a move, you know, in the East. And I'll say this you might not like because you say you want to keep Murray. And I love Murray most nights. Yeah, but sometimes his inconsistency on scoring when we rely on him to score it kills us. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think Trey Murray and Jalen Brown on the court together is the best option because they Mar- ball dominant. Yeah, they are, and I think you throw in a almost let Murray go to have Trey and J- if, if that's what it takes to that, get Jalen Brown in yeah. the Hawks jersey, you have to do it. Well, that's what they're saying the move would be. That Murray. Murray would probably be the odd man out. Yeah, I mean that's sort of the problem with basketball is that there really is only one ball in the game, and when you got that many egos, let's just call it, when you got that many egos, it's it's going to be hard. Because look at Tatum and Brown right now. Yeah, Brown's giving you 24, 25 points a night consistently as the second option, and not in the playoffs now. I know that's a different story because that's where they've really clashed and it's come to light, but. Um, just having him in Atlanta as the lead guy. I know Trey would be the lead guy, but Trey can give you 15 assists and let Jalen's hot. Jalen can go for 40, you know. Well, we, we don't have – we really don't have that second option. Well, we, we did with Murray most times. But to have that consistent second option – see, because you got Murray – I mean, you got uh, DeAndre Hunter and, and, and uh, John Collins, and you just don't know what you were going to get. Yeah. Uh, each night. And then Clint Capella is a center, no more f- for defense. He's going to give you 21 rebounds, but we need points. Okongu is getting there. Yeah. He's getting there. We got to keep him. But we got to keep Okongu. So it's going to be interesting to see the moves that the Hawks make, but they need to make them and they need to be on point because we are tired of losing. I'm tired of losing, Deck. I'm tired. Tired. Battled at 500 since what, January? Oh, my God. It's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And then you lose against teams that you should beat. You beat the best team. And then, yeah, I mean, I don't get it. Again, that's the playing down. Some teams just play down sometimes. They take that break off, and they think they're just going to cruise control on some team, and then they get shown up in their own arena. So. That's true. Well, all right, guys, let's switch over to uh, – it's going they got the uh we're gonna switch over football a little bit and they got the SEC meetings this week. And uh what's your thoughts on adding one conference game, Colton? Uh I don't know where you stand on it. I'm 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 more against it than I'm for it. Um I don't know. What do you think? Well, I know Georgia got a weak schedule this year. Yeah, uh, they absolutely do. And, but I mean, Alabama went through that phase. Yeah. A lot of winning teams go through that phase. I know you hate to see it. I hated to see other teams do it, but it's done. It's it's not new, what I'll say. Well, uh, you know, 
whether you add another conference game or not, don't really matter to me. You know, yeah, it's the ebb and flood. What's, what y'all say? My team ain't in no conference yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dick, if you don't mind, pull up the uh, the Georgia Bulldog schedule, and this is for all you Georgia Bulldog fans out there. I'll try I to don't hold it down never for us. want you to say Notre Dame got a weak schedule ever, ever, ever again. Because when you look at the Georgia schedule, that is weak. I mean, uh, what is it that t- call it out? Tennessee Martin. I, I had no idea. Tennessee that Martin. Uh, Ball State. Ball State. Uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. That's gonna be a good one. That that'll be a pretty good one. UAB University of Alabama. Birmingham. UAB. Maybe they got the address. That's right that's there. three of them. That's okay. three. They yeah. got Auburn. Uh, that's a that's a tweener, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kentucky. Uh, Florida. Missouri. They ought to kill Kentucky. They ought to beat Florida. Uh, Missouri. Um, Missouri ain't got nothing. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Uh, Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee. And the Georgia Institute of Technology. Yeah, got Georgia Tech. So that's one of the weakest schedules I've ever seen Georgia play. Yeah. Oh, to be man, honest. I miss Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. Well, Vanderbilt's You're always getting much. Now you ain't missing much, but they've always played Georgia tough. Yeah, and I know you got to give them a hard time for that, but like I said, it's history. I mean, Nick Saban, you stand up there saying teams won't play us. <laughs> this is who I'm playing UAB because yeah, teams won't right, play us. You know, but but see, to me, it don't bother because you play who they put in front of you, and you and you dominate them. Absolutely, and that's what I try to tell people. Ah, oh, no, the name don't play nobody else. I don't want to hear that. The players ain't got nothing to do with who they play. Yeah. Now, and I'm, I'm gonna even get on with Georgia side. And all they, they are, they are uh, champion to go out there and play wherever it is, and you suppose the monkey stomp them and dominate them. Yeah. So hey, you know that, that's just the way it is. So adding a conference game, what would you do? Same your side, play the University of Colorado. Like if you got two of the best teams in the conference, and they play like how do you play another conference game? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's going to be for them to work out. Uh, I'm sure when you, if you add another team in the conference, that team is just trying to get some of the money. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing about the conference because they spread out that money to all the teams, you know, and see, we go back to Notre Dame, Notre Dame make enough money off of their TV contract to where they don't have to be in a conference. Yeah. But see, when you get in a, the SEC is a hell of a conference. And it's money. That conference makes money. Oh, for sure. It, it makes money. So why not? That's why these teams want to come get in the SEC so they can get some of that money. Wouldn't you say, Cole? Yeah, oh, for sure. What, Texas? Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. Uh, Oklahoma. 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 Yeah, so they ain't in the state. Ball state. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Oklahoma ain't in the South. No. Yeah. No, they but want they want to be in the, Yeah, but they want to be in the SEC. Yeah. 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 Come on, Dick. Hey, man, I can't call it, dude. I think part of it is, you know, when they first broke up the Big Ten and the Big 12 and everybody was mixing and matching, and I think that really threw a lot of people off. You know, it's like you're dating a girl, she breaks up with you and dates your friend, and then you date your your friend's girlfriend. And it's just, that's all sorts of Yeah, and the transfer portal, up. it's done it all, you know. The best teams are getting better because of the transfer portal, and bad teams right. are getting worse and worse. So, 
I don't know That's if they'll ever point. punch in and change that, but like teams like, you know, our schedule's pretty easy, of course, our first few games, but teams like Auburn and Florida, those aren't supposed to be easy games. Right. You know, historically they've never been. So what what's it gonna take for them to get back into the to be with Georgia? You know I think the transfer portal is the greatest thing to happen to the uh, As a Georgia fan, program. I agree. Yeah, I mean, but not just for, you know, Georgia, even yeah. for you know, basically, if you have a player, you have two players that are good. You have two really good tight ends, all right? But you only you can only have one of them on the field at a time. If somebody's not getting enough playtime, they can go to somewhere else and get that playtime. And they do. And they do. <laughs> and then I think that's the point. You yeah. know, it, yeah. it, it's, it really is in, you know, the player's best interest. It may not be in the best interest of uh, Nick Saban or whatever the hell he wants to do, but it really works for the players. It's the first time. You know, both the NIL and the transfer portal have actually benefited players. Yeah, I think I I do uh, like it because coaches leave. You know, we've been saying it for years. Coaches will leave in a minute for yeah. more money. Mm-hmm. And I think a player should be able – You he was recruited by that coach. If he liked that coach and that coach leave, he ought to be able to go somewhere else and play as well. And, you know, in the past, you couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah Colorado, clean house, man. They've had like 71 players. Yeah, Coach Prime. He said, I'm coming. He's, yeah, he, yeah he, that, what is that? I'm coming. <laughs> he said, hey, nobody's guaranteed a spot here. You That's know, I'm right. going to bring in my people. If you good, you good, you get to stay. But if not on, you know, just go ahead and DeVry football team or whatever, so. I'm coming. That, that's what it, I, I saw that speech. I loved it because oh, he yeah. telling me exactly Powerful. what he's going to do. And everybody, I keep hearing everybody say, oh, Colorado going to get blasted because why hate on them because he want to do it his way? Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 don't, you don't hate on Saban no, when no. he want to do it his way. Yeah, or you don't hate smart. on Kirby nope. when he want to do it his way. But everybody want to hate on Dion yeah. because I'm doing it my way. Because he's suddenly benefiting. I mean, you see what he did over at Jackson State. Now he's at a, a, a you know, excuse the pun, but a prime location. Yeah. He's just going to have much better draws. Boulder is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It, Boulder is God's country. It yeah. is beautiful. You know, he's just going to bring in all the best people, especially like a lot of players from California. Right. He's just going to siphon off whatever USC and Cal and and all those other teams are, you know, not picking up Fresno State. You know, they're not going to get some of those teams. And you get a couple people, you know, from Stanford that, you know, that would play there. But they can all transfer to Colorado, get a good education and get on that field and, and play don't, with a good coach. Don't hate on the man because he doing it his way. Yeah. Don't don't hate on him. And I, I tell you, man, I, I talked to a couple of people and they hating on Dion and uh, everybody tried to hate on him at Jackson State. I mean, come on, man. What, what, he did a lot of good at Jackson he, he State. He did a lot of good he at Jackson State. He's done, he did a lot of good for black college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, okay, and all these other guys say, well, uh, I forget who that other coach was that would Ed shake Reed? his hand. Oh, no. Uh, Ed Reed, yes. uh, it oh, was, yeah. Uh, would shake his hand. Talking about he is swat. You ain't swat. Ain't nobody calling your name. No. Yeah. You know? Dion's a powerful just guy. He's a great coach. I mean – He's telling you, okay, you come to my locker room. I don't want socks up to your shins. He sees it, kicks you out for the day. That's right. And you got you, you were you told not be don't. late for no meeting either. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he just he brought order where there was chaos. That's and right. And he didn't really get enough backing from Jackson State, so I, I don't blame him for like kicking rock. And I would love to see him going to Georgia Tech. Yeah, but yeah, what, but no, I'm not hating on the movie made at all. Yeah, just, yeah. No, I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> it would have been great. But let's just go back for a minute, guys. Uh, everybody was talking about, well, Dion should have stayed there and he should, you, you, 
talking about this man's career. He went there. He did his thing. He got another opportunity, like all coaches do, and he went there. Don't make you know. Don't make him feel like that he got to stay at the black college to be the black messiah. Right. Okay, what? Where's all the other coaches that come through there that 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 didn't stay? That didn't stay. That didn't want uh, to build up the program. Uh-huh. It, it, I just don't want to hear it. I ain't mad at Dion for doing it this way. Ain't nothing wrong with having confidence in what you do because if yeah. Nick Saban says the same thing, everybody think he's God. Yeah. 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 And it's I'm, I'm t- and I'm tired of I'm tired of our own people hating on the guy. What you, I, what, what's I, up with that? It was it was one of those situations where you finally got somebody that was credible. You can count on them. They have a, a ton of football knowledge, and they cared about the program. I think he, he when he was there, he genuinely cared about the program. Yes. After his car got broken into twice, and uh, the. Um, yeah, it's it's all sorts of and then up. and then you 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 and then the administration wasn't you bring really in sixty thousand people and where's the money? Yeah, and then Jackson State didn't have water for a while. It's right. just like the whole like all of Mississippi is just oh my in God. chaos, you know, which is sad because there's a lot of beautiful people there and it's a, a Miss- lot of good souls, but it's just the the government there is just screwing over yes, the city of Jackson. That Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the union. It's yeah. the poorest state. In the and, union. and and they you can't be trying to improve that state if you the same as you was in the 1950s. Oh, yeah. no, you mean the There's 1750s, no the 1800s? I mean, that's ter- <laughs> let me let me tell you. Mississippi, Alabama, uh I ain't got nothing for them. I ain't moving now. No. If I'm homeless, I'm gonna be homeless on the streets of Cartersville, Georgia. Cause <laughs> I ain't moving now. It's, I mean, they want. They also want uh, uh, Ole Miss to be the best school in Mississippi. They they can't. The good old boys can't have it any other way. Oh so. yeah. Well, it's so much corruption uh, in in those states. It is. And it's. I mean, it's corruption in Georgia. It's corruption in all the states. But those states, you see it. With the Brit Favre debacle, you know, debacle. So, so under mean, the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the same thing. The worst on. part about it is they still have a ton of uh, of that um, that that money that's supposed to be going out that they literally just don't give it to people. Right, they're supposed to be giving it to people every year, but no, it gets you know siphoned off in the most corrupt ways, and that's what happens. So. And you can go to, I remember seeing pictures of mississippi and alabama uh in the 60s right just pictures and film there are still places like that look the same yes that's terrible those people are so poor that it's it's just it's mind-boggling so you know i i I, you know i just i hate it 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 (laughs) is depressing it is truly depressing it is depressing so anyway we done Went up the dirty road, so we're going to try to hit some more pay road. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to touch on some NBA notes that uh, sprouted up last night. And uh, if you got anything you want to talk about, hit Dexter up on the the Podbean uh, broadcast and also on the couch spot. Let us know what's on your mind. Back in a minute.
If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. We're back. Couch Potato Sports Port. Colton, T-Bird, and Deck in the house. And, uh, Colton, we're going to the uh, finish line tonight and uh, got some news and notes on NBA coaching moves. And uh, I just think it's so funny when coaches get fired and they'll go across the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I just, I just think it's kind of weird that way. But um, anyway – Monty, Monty Williams, uh, he gets a job with the Pistons. He used to be the coach of the Suns. Yeah. So he goes to the Pistons. Made Nick, it to the finals. Now made it to the Fired. Got fired. Nick Nurse goes to the 76ers. He was with Toronto. Yeah, went to the finals. Won the finals. And Frank Vogel, who hadn't been in the league uh, in a couple of years, last job was with the Lakers, I believe. Won a finals. He takes a job with the Suns. That's the common theme. You win a finals or you make a finals and you're out the door. Boone Holzer's another one. Yeah. And see, Coach Coach Bud is still out there. Someone's got to get him. Doc Rivers is still out there. Get him too. And and uh, I, I, I can't believe Coach Bud didn't get one of them shots. Right yeah. There. I mean, like you said earlier, Doc's kind of aging out of basketball today. I mean, he's – I think Hall of is. Famer coach, but right. but Coach Bud, he's, I mean, he, he can't he, he came from good stock. Yeah, I mean, you went to the NBA Finals and you won the Finals, and then you make this big first round exit, and it was shocking to see. But you know, Bud was facing a lot of off court problems. Right, and, um, someone in his family died of, in a car his crash. His brother, his brother, yeah, like, his brother died. You think you're focused on basketball? That's, that's I what mean, I'm saying. Families first, you know. So I think that was a low blow. Uh, but I to, personally, I didn't think Bud deserved to be fired. Uh, you you win the title the year before, and then you exit early. You got your coach. Yeah, 
And then you still got Giannis. You got the same yeah, team. Yeah, you still got the same team. Just expand on that. I, 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 I think that could hurt the Bucks. Honestly. Yeah, but I think they and oh yeah, we forgot they hired Adrian Griffin, who is AJ Griffin's dad, who plays for the Hawks for the head coach. Yes. Oh wow. He was an assistant, and uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. Now I've heard rumor that Giannis could be on his way out up there. Yeah, um, I know he'll get the Supermax contract, but right. I've seen the rumor, too. I mean, he could go somewhere else and get that Supermax, couldn't he? Yeah, he could. I just want to know how committed is he to Milwaukee after seeing that after, happen after to Coach see, Bud. Yeah, because from what I understand, you know, him and Bud had a great relationship. And just social media, Giannis has caught a lot of hate for – you know, losing to the Heat. Yeah, you know, and, so. that, and that, that, that's crazy. I don't understand why. He's like the most likable guy in the NBA. He is. He he, is. He's just really so down to earth and humble and cool. You know what I mean? He's just, yeah. And funny. He's just got, yeah. he's got a great personality. Yeah. Did you see that video of him eating those Oreos? Yeah. He, his <laughs> mind was blown. <laughs> I just, uh, but that just tells you that professional sports is a cold-blooded business. It's a cold-blooded yeah, business. Man. And and uh, you can win. Well, let's talk talk about old uh, Peterson uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Wins the Super Bowl, and what year two later he fired. He forgot how to coach. Yeah, right. you know Doc Rivers forgot how to coach. Uh, coach Bud really forgot how to coach. And you see that you know throughout sports. But why in the NBA is it such a normal thing now to you get your championship run and then. They move you yeah. out. You get a few new players, and they act like you can't coach these players. Yeah, you're yeah. gone. I mean, it, it, it <laughs> the don't. Suns, make... The Lakers, the Raptors, uh, yeah, Seventy Sixers. That's Bucks. That's five teams that are good teams. Now these ain't bottom of the league teams. There's right. good teams making big moves. Head coach is a big yeah, move. That's a big move. Dick, what you got? Yeah, I was going to see if Budenhauser landed on his feet somewhere. Not yet. Not yet. He's he, he's still floating out there. He's the that number one crazy. coach that's floating somewhere right yeah, now. Yeah, he's the number one coach that's floating Doc somewhere. second, I'd say. And I I wouldn't be surprised if, say, if he don't get picked up during the offseason, some team is going to give their team uh, maybe a 10-15 game window yeah. at the beginning of the year and then look who for did, Coach Bud. Who did you say picked up uh, Frank Vogel? Yeah. Uh, the Suns. So, yeah, that I mean, I'd rather have Monty Williams than Frank Vogel. That right, exactly. Um, but then they shipped Monty out because I mean they did lose with the big three. They lost to the Nuggets, but look at the Nuggets though. Can you blame them? Uh, for yeah, them? yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> um, the uh, just you know, I'm just kind of putting this out there. But Pop is uh 74 years old. Budenholz used to be an assistant to him. Yes, is that. That's a possibility. Is that a possibility? I would think it's a possibility because he was uh, Pop's top assistant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he came to the Atlanta Hawks and done wonders. He was fresh yeah. off the Spurs. Yeah, he was he fresh off the Spurs when, he, well, Spurs when he came to Atlanta. Now, Pop, you know, Pop is known to set people up, and he could be setting them up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't add him to his uh, coaching staff. Make him his top assistant. If Coach Bud came back as an assistant to Popovich with Victor. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about Wendon Yama. That would be – that's like his new 
Giannis, like new superstar. Yeah, you know, like yeah, that yeah. would be big. That That'd would be a shock because he would be getting kind of the same effect, wouldn't? Yeah, he? yeah, he would be sort of Robinson and uh, and uh, Tim Duncan all rolled up in one. Yeah, you know, he's got that youth, he's got the hype. Did so. y'all see the recent dunk that was just went viral with him? When did Yama? Uh, Victor, yeah. Oh, it's like an alley oop between the legs. It's oh. nasty. Oh man! Nasty. Wow. Oh yeah. He it was all over Sports Center. So if y'all have to look at that, I'm just wondering what he's gonna be like with an extra fifty pounds on him. Oh, and and, and he gonna have to have it because they'll beat him up in the NBA. He is in today's league, though. That's true. They, you know, it, I but think they're gonna have to put some weight. They on. are. I don't. Yeah, they will. All right. Speaking of other news. Another young man we know, Mr. Tom Brady, is uh, a minority owner for the uh, Raiders, and you know they're moving out to Las Vegas. Are they? Are they there? They're, they're already Vegas, there. Yeah. And so he's a minority owner, and of course the rumor started that he's minority, minority, minority owner, and that would look for him to make an appearance on the in the league this year. That can't happen. No, you no, cannot no. be an owner and play uh, in the NFL. So, uh, and he came back and said that he's not going to be playing. But Tom is is putting his money in good spots. He's he's part owner of a WNBA team, part owner of the Raiders. So that's what you do. You you become a minority owner. And you just let your portfolio make money. And he's having to run it back up a little bit after having losing a little bit to Giselle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she made more than him. I, I I heard that too, but I've heard he's lost a lot of money. In that but course. he, you Can't know, you got to remember he had a lot of deferred money too. Yeah, yeah. And so. you know, with Tom Brady joining the Raiders and speculations of him coming out of retirement, that's. That goes back to the media. They're right. going to yeah. yeah. bring that out. It's Tom Brady. It's going to get views. So Speak, that's all that was. Speaking of the media, how does that act as a conflict of interest? Because didn't he sign some sort of $350 million contract? I think he's backed out of it. No, he's going to do. Really? He's, yeah. He's still going to do TV as an owner? I yes. heard he's, my, he's, he's minority. Place. So you, yeah, you okay, don't yeah. really say nothing. But yeah, he's going to work for. Fox. Yeah, Fox. Yeah. Yeah. He he Fox said Sports, it. I heard yeah. the other day that he he I heard him say it that he's just gonna, you know, in twenty-four, he's gonna concentrate on his work with Fox and and so on and so forth. So hey. He's gonna make more money without yes. a ball than with the ball. Yes. Why would you go out there when your time is clearly passed? And you hope he has less concussions, and his, you never know. And his time on the field. Has brought him this money off the field, but it is crazy to see him make more money <laughs> out crazy. of the league. Out of the league, talking I, about the league. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's. But you got to give it to him. Uh, who whoever his people are, and him, it tells you he's not a dumb guy. It, he, it's it's strategically done. It was kind of a no brainer, you know. He's uh he has great media presence. He's credible. He brings basically a fan base all together. He's conservative, so being on Fox is just—it's just a no-brainer. No-brainer. And the women like him. The women like the him. The women like know, him. So, so uh, you'll see a lot of women mm. watching football because he's in the broadcast booth. I guarantee. But oh, he's yeah. credible. Well, you don't win that many Super Bowls without being credible. No, though, I mean, they know? call him the goat, so he got everything working for him. All he got to do is keep living. Yeah. It is going. I'm ready to see him on the microphone. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's going to uh, be interesting, but. Knowing Tom, 
He'll adapt. Yeah, I mean, he'll you adapt. know, you, you'll work it out. Dick, uh, I want to move over to soccer for a little bit. Uh-uh. Your boy Lionel Messi. Talk about that. First off, it's my boy's Ronaldo. Oh, Messi. who is who is? Wait a minute, Lionel is, Messi is he's a, he's another player. Okay, Don't get me that, wrong. He's he's the goat, but yeah, I'm, the, I'm a Ronaldo fan. Okay, uh, that's the Jordan Lebron. It's okay. Messi yeah. Ronaldo. He's um yeah he's going. The rumor is that he's going to Barcelona. Um, he definitely isn't going to be playing with PSG anymore. Okay. In fact, it seems like they're emptying their quarters. Um, and uh, some a couple of other players are are going away from PSG. You know, Paris Saint Germain, but um, I I don't know how it's going to work with Barcelona because they still have that huge financial you know hole to dig themselves out of. And at, at last I looked, they were down six hundred something euros, yeah, which is crazy money. I think that's like eight hundred million dollars in 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 dollars. And so. it's not going to be cheap to get a guy like that. I mean, I I, don't, I think what'll end up happening is he'll probably get partial ownership. Which is good. He might play another year at best, but I think he'll be he, he'll either go for ownership or some sort of operations. Because he's on the downspin, name. Yeah, I mean he's older, but he's he's remained incredibly healthy mm-hmm. for his his years. I, I I would like to see him with the current coach Zavi and see how they do together. All right. Well, hey. There you have it. Hopefully next week uh we have a little news on Atlanta United. They've been kind of they they've played three matches and they've tied all three, so that's one point a game, right? I watched that last game, and all right, so Gazan threw the ball out, and one of their players, Carlos something, I heard it on the radio. Yeah, he 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 he, he just was gifted, and he just put it in the back of the net. But you know, Atlanta was still calm, and then that second goal. Uh, it just got right past Gazan, but at the half, they completely turned it around. Got three straight goals. They were up up until uh, it was in overtime. It in, was in extra, uh, extra time. time yeah, yeah, it was in extra time. And when they scored that 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 one goal in extra time, it was just the silence was. I deafening. know it. I it know. was such a heartbreaker. It I was, know. Oh, right. Well, you know, hopefully we can get that going and get that all together. Colton, you got any parting remarks, bud? No, I don't believe so. Well, we certainly want to. Uh, we certainly appreciate you coming in and Always hanging in there. And we're probably going to have Colton in uh, with us uh, in, the, in the weeks to come. Uh, if you got any nice things to say about him, hit us up on the couch spot and let us know. He's a smooth operator. I'll, I'll put that out there. And if you that? got bad things to say about him, just send them to me. I, I want a good <laughs> laugh. So, you know, we're just going to put those out there. Um, I I want to definitely give a shout out to uh, Mo. Um, you know, I, she's been dealing with a couple things and just wanted to, you know, show her some love and, you know, we hope you come back and everything and we hope you get better and watch out for Spider-Man, Mo. Yeah. Watch, watch out, out for Spider-Man. All right, OG, same to you, man. We, uh, hope everything work out all right and come on back and, uh, come in the house cause we need you. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to see you next week. And remember this is the couch potato sports report where we listen, we talk about sports where you talk about it around the water cooler. We are out. And, oh, also follow us on the Couch Spot. And this weekend, I will have the website up. Uh, Check out the show notes and listen to us next week. Talk to you later.